Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. New people are coming. Couples are breaking up. Couples are staying together. Couples are getting married. Hey, I don't care if you're a seagull, a pigeon, a goldfinch, any kind of bird. Christine's got love for you right here on AfterBuzz TV. (laughs) You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday and the full panel is here. Everybody is here. Yeah. I got to be like Mike. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to get a little wink in. What's up, guys? So cool. It is Tuesday. You are right here for the Bachelor in Paradise after show. It's week four, guys. Yes. And we are really getting into it. You guys know we're basically today, we're going to go couple by couple because yesterday and today's episodes are all about those couples. We're going to have some fun news. We're going to have our predictions. But you know, I don't do this alone. I got my amazing panel here. To my left, the queen of news is Christine. What up, guys? <laughs> That's it? Okay. I'm sorry. That was such a good intro. It's your point, I got love for everybody. Pigeons, seagulls, crabs, whatever. Yeah. I like it. I like it. (laughs) Further to the left, making her triumphant return is Renee. Hey, you guys. What an intro. I'm still processing. (laughs) Crabs, like hurricanes. (laughs) We we got love. And further to the left, bringing you daily Bachelor news here on Afterwise. Your boy, Jeff. I've stepped into full reporter mode, guys. So if you want some uh, extra behind-the-scenes news in Bachelor Nation, I'm doing a segment. I know. We're and he gets competing. them up quick. I know. He gets them officially in the same space. Yeah. He's doing a great job. I don't know if he is camera ready, but the fifth man of the panel is Ryan, producer. Ryan. He's not camera ready because he got something <laughs> else prepped on the screen. Well, I appreciate it. And that thing that is prepped for me. So if we can go ahead and put it up right now. Just real quick, I want to give a shout out to my beautiful wife, Raquel. It is her birthday Aww. today. There is a wonderful picture of us going up on my Instagram from our wedding. So everybody in the chat... Give Raquel some birthday love oh. so I get in less trouble for being here and not celebrating with her on <laughs> her birthday. Thank Do you I so much. see sage smoke in that wedding photo? <laughs> that, yeah. we, we definitely smudged everywhere. Okay. We, we purified ourselves completely uh, prior to getting married. <laughs> Thank you so much, so much. Happy birthday, my love. And let's get into it, guys. Want to know real quick, yesterday and today, let's start with Renee, freshly back from a vacation from After Buzz. What do you think overall of the episodes? I thought this episode tonight was really good. I was hooked the whole time. Aside from seeing the entire wedding between Chris <laughs> and Crystal, like, love them. However, that was just, a, I, I didn't go to their wedding. I did not need to see it on TV during oh Bachelor in Paradise. However, what tonight's episode is leading us up to next week, Ooh. I am so beyond here for. Yep. Crazy. Christine? I think between last night and tonight, we're... Aside from the wedding as well, we're two of the best episodes we've had all season Mm -hmm. in terms of just, like, editing, um, just building up the drama. Like, I'm totally hooked at this point. It was definitely the best episodes for John Paul Jones' exposure. Jeff? Yeah, I think, (laughs) for me, the lows of this episode were a little slow, but the highs of these two episodes were really high. I think maybe a little bumpier than other parts of the season, but the good was really, really good. And I gotta say, I feel like... Despite the fact that I love this franchise, I'm not always good at sniffing out who's going to be good and bad, but I kind of call JPJ's heel turn here. 
So I I very rarely make those predictions and nail it, but I I've been kind of suspicious of John Paul Jones since a couple weeks ago. So I'm excited wow. to talk about Ooh, it. Ooh, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. Yes, you're validated tonight, John. I am finally. <laughs> Normally, I'm like I think that um, Chad or like who would we be like someone Luke P. Luke P. I was I was team Luke P. Like for the whole time. But uh, I kind of called the JPJ villain turn. I mean, look, you're bringing it up. So let's just start right off the bat with JPJ. And let's just go through yesterday's episode and today's episode. Essentially, you know, poor dude to start out with, I thought. Because Taisha does a Katie on him and basically (laughs) says, you know, if other girls come in, like, yeah, you should totally go out with them. And that's like the death knell for a relationship, right? Yes. If you like somebody, especially in Paradise, and you need to get their rose, you don't want them seeing other people. So, luckily for him, two girls immediately enter the Kumite, and he gets dates with both of them, Tajuan, and right after, Haley. What do we think about these one-on-one dates, guys? Oh, Tajuan. <laughs> Honestly, I don't even remember the dates. I just remember Tajuan. I remember them sweating like animals on their dates. So, she so, was sweating the whole time. She was sweating the whole time. Tajwan's date, they went and ate, and the big controversy was that JPJ ate oh, the fake food. food. The, fa- no, the real food that Tajwan did not want him to eat. To be honest, I was eating while watching the episode, and I skipped a little bit. Because <laughs> 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 I was grossed out. That's why I don't remember. We it. also basically learned that JPJ cannot eat anything yeah. without yeah. having stomach reactions. He's always just like gagging. Like I feel like this whole season has just been a lot of like ASMR of <laughs> JPJ's yeah. like gagging, near vomiting yeah. Yeah. and yeah, I actually <laughs> thought it was kind of funny the way they kind of broke the fourth wall with that because we all know yeah. they don't eat the date food and it was kind of cheeky. I agree. Yeah. I like right. when the show gets a little inside baseball and like plays <laughs> the long game with the fans who have been watching long enough. Yes. It's like all the insiders know no one eats the date food so for them to play that was a fun moment. Guys, totally we great. love seeing you in the chat too. Love by you, Shanice, Jeff, Goosebump, Misha, CCC, Amy, 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 and Monique. Great comment. Does anybody notice that the women are in complete control this season? It really Ooh. seems like it. Tasha, Nicole, Hannah. Uh, and besides it's usually Kaylin. Besides Kaylin, yeah. And it's usually the men. So I thought that was really a good point and very true. What happened next? Tajwan was about the vomiting, no problem, said that if he vomited on her, they were going to take a shower together. Seems like an invitation. And then they go hook up in the river. Yeah. Yeah. Naked, right? That's naked. what she, she said. She said naked, naked, but it wasn't. It wasn't. They weren't naked. They were still half clothed. They were probably uh, Hannah, Co- what's his name? Hannah Garrett naked. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Okay, sure. still bungee right. jumping, bungee jumping yeah. naked, underpants, bungee jumping naked. Yeah. What did you guys feel a connection here, or does it just seem like JPJ will this free spirit just go out with anybody? Is it terrible that I don't feel a connection with JPJ and anyone? Like yeah. I didn't even yeah. feel it with Tasha. Like I just I have not felt it for him once. Not even with Haley, who he claims he has good like chemistry with because they're both goofy. I think he's, sorry, I think he's just, like, a big personality. Like, he clearly has fun doing his spiel and the kind of front that he even admitted that he puts on with his exterior. But I agree. I don't see the connections there. I think the date was okay. I think he literally went because Stacia kind of kicked him out the door at that point. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think that there was any, like, real connection with Tajwan. What? Were you thinking that at the time of yesterday's episode or even now? Because after all his reaction and stuff with Tasha, I think JPJ found a girl in his mind, in Tasha, way out of his league, super excited that she gave him some feedback and actually some attention, and now he's kind of devastated. I think he really likes her. Yeah, I don't doubt that he 
well, is infatuated with Tasha. However, they don't have chemistry. For, yeah. Those are two different things. Yeah, he doesn't. Sure, sure. To Renee's point, he doesn't have chemistry with anyone. That's and what I'm saying. It's it's interesting because you can watch his journey with each person he goes out with, and they be, you can watch them become unattracted to him. Like we we saw a shot of Haley looking over at JPJ when he was doing maybe doing cartwheels a specific <laughs> moment and you There's too many saw weird her. moments to pinball. He's such a strange guy and I don't want to shade JPJ too much because he's obviously has kind of his own social code that's different from most people's yep. but For I will sure. say he was kind of insensitive this episode. I think he's not really in touch with how to respect a woman's feelings. And one moment that really kind of made me angry, and for me was the huge red flag that would show us JPJ's kind of unhinged side, was when he went, you know, he had a good date with Tejuan. They made out in a river, presumably naked. Yep. And the next day, she was kind of hoping that maybe he'd at least acknowledge that they something happened. And he's like, yeah, you know, like last night was good, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Haley walks up, and he's like, okay, see ya. And it's just kind of a dick move. That was a really, that was a really bad move. Very, yeah, insensitive, very insensitive, right? if anything else, because they did have all that. Haley comes in, she immediately goes to him, and he completely, just like you said, goes to Tejuan, and they go on their little date, and he rubs suntan lotion all over. Yeah, a black box. He seems kind of opportunistic. It's ironic he's calling out Derek for being opportunistic because totally he was opportunistic when Haley showed up and a shinier object walked in. I'm only saying that to quote previous seasons, but um, I I think he's kind of, at best he's insensitive, at worst he's manipulative. Mm, I don't think Haley was a case of the shinier object. I think he wasn't that into Taj Wan. Had Taisha not said to him, like, hey, see other people, he wouldn't have gone on any more dates. I think it's a matter of you can't fake it with someone. Like, you're going to play the game as everyone else on the show has played the game. We see it time and time again. So he went on the date with Tajwan. I'm sure he had a great time. Doesn't mean he sees that as being his future wife. Then he went on the date with Haley. Even we know Haley he doesn't see as as his future wife. He's still longing for Tasha. So I don't necessarily see it like that. But don't you think he owed Tajwan a, you know, like, we had a great time last night, but I'm going to go on this date now. Yeah, but I will say, and I, I don't see it as him being insensitive. I think he's, like, awkward. Okay. I, I see him as being really awkward. I, I think that explains like kind of the lack of chemistry he's having with people and kind of like the kinds of conversations we see with him. I think he's just a bit like he doesn't know how to handle it. I mean, even when um, Tajwan and um, Haley were talking and he, they were talking about each other's dates, he was so just awkward about it. That's all it was. It was awkward. Well, that whole setup at the bar where it was the three of them was extremely awkward. But I yeah. think I have to lean more towards Jeff and Mike's side on this with him being insensitive only because... I think that conversation was missed, even if it was just like a, a small, like, hey, this is what I'm going to do. And I know that he has the capability to do it because he almost did that with Taisha when he was going to go on that date, yeah. yep. but then was just butthurt because she saw he saw her with Derek. So I know that he had the capability to do that. He just chose not to, I guess, to save face. But... He's an awkward, but weird was person. Awkward. That's the thing. He didn't even talk to Taisha, and that's someone he really would have wanted to. Like, just... He doesn't know how to handle situations. I that that's fair but to me not knowing how to handle someone's feelings is insensitive i mean like i i just think if he had liked tajwan more had a connection he might have given her that acknowledgement but it never even crossed his mind to give her the courtesy of being a gentleman right i and just don't know, want to give him a pass you know the person sitting at that table is the girl you just went on a date with she yeah. obviously is all alone you were there. naked She's with her last night right like say something to be fair i know tajwan was like kind of walling out this episode but again like he kind of let's talk about that is this a case of dehydration she didn't seem (laughs) drunk she's just Tajwan is just not a person built for paradise I'm (laughs) 
it was just so hard to watch because there were some things that she was saying. I was like, damn, girl, this is relatable. Single as hell over here. I get how that experience might be, like, really just tough to deal with. But with that being said, this girl came in just so tunnel vision to like get one person I feel like nobody explained to her they're like you know what you got kicked off night one of Colton season you don't even know how that works let me explain to you how paradise works because you're supposed to explore your options and she just like crashed and burned so quickly yeah yeah. It's a terrible strategy to go in and just talk, hang your hang, hat on one person yeah. and not even bother to talk to any other guys because there's a bunch of other guys who are single-ish, right, on the island and aren't hardcore matched up with someone. It seems like after she went on a date with JPJ, she hung out by herself. She, like, passed out Isolated. and she hung out by herself and ate chips and she was upset that people were having a good time around her. It's funny because when she initially came down on the beach, like, she was kind of giving me this vibe that she was just going to, like, stir up trouble and she was like this confident right. person she's like I don't care I'm gonna step on toes like whatever and then she gets hurt like once and it's just like just combusts like she yeah. just completely melts down I'm like girl where was that energy I already lost his name but it's the same as the dude who was who went hardcore after Nicole and just like super oh, crazy Christian, the other Christian. 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 crazy yeah. hot fire and just petered out like immediately the yeah. only yeah. episode they come on right she was fascinating I've, I've never seen for both JPJ and Tajwan I was like this is the strangest combination it's very rare that we see very unique personality types enter this world because let's be honest the spectrum of personalities in the world of Bachelor is usually pretty predictable <laughs> and JPJ and Tajwan both of them I mean for her to openly scream into an ocean yeah it was, I was just like, oh what is God. happening? With people everywhere. Great TV, though. I gotta oh. say, like... It was so strange. I was like, what show is this? Her metaphors with the birds and then ketchup versus Rocky Road ice cream. Yeah. This is next the level stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So and, weird. And exactly um, to Haley's point, seagulls and pigeons, not a great, you know, juxtaposition. If you're gonna, like, seagull or pigeon and eagle or something like that. What movie did she watch? Right. That she was like, <laughs> we are seagulls. And it's very strange. I want to um, credit someone in the chat right please, here who please. I agree with, so I'm going to read your comment. But <laughs> we have CCC, and what he says, or she, uh, says about JPJ is, he was shown to have anger issues. He was inappropriate to explode at that wedding. Tasha should be done with him for that reason alone. And I kind of see anger issues in JPJ, too. And yeah. the one other red flag moment I saw was when he was talking to Haley on the daybed. And I know that they were joking around, but he was like, yo, let's go sit. Which, first of all, I I don't think it's great to talk to someone you're pursuing that way. Like, to be so buddy-buddy with a yo. And she didn't like it, and she's like, right. you know, I don't like yo. And he's like, well, what are you talking about, man? And she's like, I don't like man either. And he got angry. He did. It didn't seem like it was playful flirtiness. It seemed like he was upset. And I don't think he likes being corrected or called out, because we see the way he responded when Derek did that with him, I thought pretty civilly. And to me, the way you need to read these relationships on a show when you're looking for a potential mate is seeing how they handle conflict with the other contestants on the show. Totally. And I think JPJ is not good at handling conflict. I think he seems to be pretty stubborn. Well, let's let's continue on his journey real quick. Yeah. So, we know obviously Derek lost out on Demi from last week's episode, right? She is with Christian now. So, he's kind of free-floating. We know Tasha had been interested in him almost from the beginning, but she got and he got mixed up with Demi and she got mm-hmm. mixed up with JPJ and whatever. And so now she's kind of come around and he's come around to her. And truly, JPJ doesn't like any of these other girls. He really only wants Tasha. Yeah. And then that just starts this crazy heat of conflict at the wedding, where he, JPJ, has taken it upon himself to white knight for Tasha, which is, we know, always a bad thing. 
and confront Derek about he's only there to promote his podcast, to get Instagram followers, like any of them aren't there to get Instagram followers, and to hook up with random people who follow him on Instagram. It just read as really insecure. Like, I was Mm -hmm. like, God, this is so unbelievably unattractive. Like, if you're so confident in the connection that you have with her or that you just think you're a good enough guy to be worthy of Taisha, which she saw at one point because she was interested in you too, like, act like it. Stop acting like a child. Stop throwing tantrums. Like, tearing that other person down isn't going to make you look any better. So Especially at a wedding. Yeah, he looked at a wedding, bro. Bad at that wedding. I don't know what he was thinking. I hated it. I I was like, come on. And it didn't end because they all finally end up back at paradise, and And it just continues in front of Wells, of course, who's just a (laughs) saint. And and but it doesn't go anywhere because he never lets. Derek say anything. Yeah, the repeated nope, nope, nope. Oof. I'm like, I know this guy's 24, but he's acting like he's 14 years old. Yeah. Probably less at this point, because that to me is just, that's showing you don't know how to win an argument, you don't know how to have a conversation, you can't stomach listening to someone else's opinion, because mm-hmm. it could be valid. Like, it's just, like I said, just pure textbook insecurity, and just... I'd I like to know. toss this out real quick, because I'm curious what everybody watching, let us know in the chat, And but you guys... Yes, it was immature. Yes, it showed a lack of confidence. All that stuff, I completely agree. Do you think, just devil's advocate on the flip side, I know that how... Sorry, I was in with No, 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 that's good. No, 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 go for it. Just how passionate he was. Do you think that everything he's saying could be true? He's just going about it the wrong way and that Derek really does have poor intentions? We don't know, but I don't think that's... Is that not what you're thinking? We don't know, but I don't think that's the point. Yeah. You will never, even if that's true, it, I don't think he even really knows. Like, let's say it's true. It's just not his place. He ha- he doesn't have good intentions himself for why he's trying to call it out to begin with. Right. Like, none of it. It just doesn't matter. And it's it also just seems very, like, opinion-based also, because it's not like some, like, bachelor fact, hey, Derek is a sleazeball. Like, that's definitely your opinion and your perception. <laughs> I and didn't know, even know he had a podcast. Yeah. None of us knew he had a podcast. That was the best advertiser for his podcast. Yeah. 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 There you go. Stagecoach and Derek's podcast. Big advertisements. Yeah, and to that point, like, I, it's still just Tasha's, um journey to find if he really is a good guy or a bad guy. I think you stepping in, like you said, white knighting it, it's just going to make you look bad. It's not going to... Your your argument has no merit now. Especially the way you're going about it. It's just... Well, and he only had two no. things to justify, which were one, the podcast, and two, you're a frat guy. He didn't. It didn't seem like he was pointing to anything we could actually latch on to. He threw and, in some jabs, like, "Oh, he's an older guy." Like, okay, screw that. Okay. I mean, like, there was just nothing. It's like at least when you want when you watch an argument on reality TV, you want to see at least some good points, right? It was so funny. <laughs> I was gonna say something. <laughs> Okay. Um, Shawnee's in the chat says Derek's podcast is huge and it's really good. There you go. So, I mean, fair enough. That's uh, disrespectful poet. Uh, agrees. Derek's podcast is pretty big. So cool, cool, cool. I was gonna say, you guys, we have three hundred people in the chat, and oh if we get the likes to one hundred, <laughs> Renee will DM Derek. Renee will That's DM Derek. Happen. I want to see Renee DM Derek. <laughs> Renee's gonna DM Derek. That's what I started laughing about. I thought it was a perfect opportunity. Guys, we did this last season on the Bachelorette finale. We did. Once again, here, if we get to one hundred and fifty likes, Renee will DM Derek. What? <laughs> Oh, hey. I get to write it this time. Oh, fine. Christine. Yeah. That's only fair. Idea. Christine gets to write it. All okay, right. so get the likes going. What's up, what's up, guys? Get it going. <laughs> um, so basically, nothing happens at the end of this. They have their little fight, and Tasha, of course, is off crying, and we don't know what the ramifications of this are going to be. 
But I don't Do think we? it's news or a spoiler or anything. And some really awesome people, Jeff, if you want to address really quick, questioned us about spoilers yeah. and stuff during our show. Um, Bailey, thanks for commenting last week. Uh, very graciously and respectfully asked about our spoiler policy, which I know can get confusing. Sometimes even us on the panel get confused about the spoiler policy, too, so we understand if we haven't been super clear. Basically, the spoilers we don't want to see are any news that's breaking about things that are happening mm-hmm. on the current season of the show. So if people are dating outside of the show unrelated to our season, that's not a spoiler. But if, let's say, we find out that Clay and Angela are supposedly engaged now. We don't want to find that out because it says what's happening on the show outside of what we already know. So sorry if that was misunderstood last week. Uh, Again, all of you know it's dicey territory to navigate spoilers in this franchise. We do our best. But we ask you to continue to respect that. If it has been teased in promos, you're allowed to talk about it. For sure. And thank you, Bailey, for your thoughtfully constructed comment. And for all of you guys. In fact, quickly what I will say, we just love you guys so much. You're one of our favorite after-show audiences here. You guys are so much fun. You're just as obsessed with the show as we are, which makes us feel validated and seen. Um, and one way you can continue to make us feel validated and seen and help grow our show is by hopping on iTunes and giving us five stars. It really does help us so much, and we will be reading some five-star reviews later in the show. So yes. thank you so much, guys. We love you, and we do this for you. So thanks. Love it. You guys are always our extended panel. Loved by you, says Tasha is so pretty. My goodness, go find Mike and get together. Been Ooh. saying Tasha's the best one on the island the whole time. On the beach, sorry. She is. Yeah. We, we I'm, in survivor, I'm in survivor mode. I'm in survivor mode. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you got me saying island now, too, when we were talking hey, about it. I'm like, the peninsula. Let's move on, if we shall, to the master of stagecoach, Blake. Blake. Okay. Blake (laughs) never finds himself in a good situation with any of this. At least the new people coming in, he can admit, haven't been to Stagecoach, and he has not met them yet. So he's got the whole thing going down uh, with Caitlyn and Christina. We know from last week, he went out with Caitlyn. She had just come in. Everything seemed like it was going really, really, really good, right? He literally says on yesterday's episode, before the rose ceremony, you're 100% getting my rose. No doubt about it. I'm with you 100%. And then, Renee, Christina comes in and throws shade. Yeah, I, you guys, I can't with Christina this season. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like, I liked her on Nick's season. I even liked her on the last time she was on Paradise. But this season, I cannot with her. Like, just stop. I get, like, here's the thing. I know she didn't say much. However, when you are close to someone, you know exactly what you need to say to persuade. You know what I mean? She guilt tripped him. To be real with you, I don't think Blake is that hard to manipulate. (laughs) (laughs) She was like, oh, like, I just want to make sure you're making the right decision because you know that if you give her the rose tonight, she will think you are going to get engaged at the end of this. Mm -hmm. Like, it was pretty much that level. And I'm like, she drowned no, it. She did. And then poor Caitlin has no idea what's going on. She's just trying to live her life and get a boyfriend like the rest of us. <laughs> the hypocritical, shady AF in me kind of loves watching Christine pull the puppet strings a little oh, bit. Yeah. Christina. It's good TV. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. There's just something. Maybe it's the accent coupled with the fact that she's like, and now he will stay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like such a Bond, Bond villain. villain. I, know, yeah. I know. Yeah, I mean, the drama obviously is, is noteworthy after the fact, but like, Christina also is getting on my nerves because she just basically guilt-tripped him into giving her a friendship rose the Completely. way that he did for her, but she did not have to do that. She chose to do that on her own, and Blake doesn't have to do it back for her, but obviously we know that he did. Everybody in the chat looks like they're agreeing with you guys. Christina, CCC Christina manipulated him so hard. I never want to see it. 
disrespectful poet Renee is the queen of calling out manipulation. Renee missed Peter on Rachel's season, but otherwise on point. Yes, yes, I did. That was very unfortunate. <laughs> you, you're the reason. I was like, phone. I saw in the comments Wait, they were like, he's a manipulator now. Not Peter from this past from Hannah's season. No, Peter Rachel. from Rachel's season. Cross. People didn't tell me about the text messages he sent. I saw in the in the comments after I said he should be bachelor, and I looked it up, and I was like. Oops. <laughs> and she bad. still loses sleep over it, you guys. <laughs> and Ms. Brown Sugar says, Christina has gotten on my nerves on and off this season, but I'm not mad at her at all for getting that rose. I mean, look, if you're desperate, she's not making a connection with anybody, so if you're trying to stick around, you got to do whatever you can, right? Or go home. No! <laughs> Just go home. I agree. Go home. She's holding out hope. You think so? I liked Caitlyn. I liked Caitlyn, too. I mean, she obviously, me at, all. at the end of the day, Blake picks Christina in some kind of friendship rose, like, let me get you back from you saving me last time. Look, at the end of the day, none of this, I think, should have happened because Christina should not have given him her rose last week. I think that was a silly move. Not she super sad. Caitlin's loves gone. the drama. Yeah, she does. I think she. Like, hey. And you know what? The great point, I think Christina brought this up last week. Christina yes, we miss you this week. But I think she brought up the point that because Christina, Russian Christina, mm-hmm. isn't able to get a like have a relationship, she's trying to get camera time. So oh. she's working for that villain edit. A hundred. She just she wants to be on camera. She wants the Instagram follower. She listen. Who's gonna sell sugar bear hair gummies? <laughs> <laughs> I heard it's a lipstick campaign. <laughs> Got the tea. <laughs> so that kind of ends that for Blake. Let's move on to similarly sounding name Kaylin. Very confusing. Who found herself mm. in just? I thought you meant to Blake. I'm like that does not sound like no. Kaylin, Christina, there's a lot of C's. Kaylin, of course, the whole time here, yesterday, today, with Dean, seemingly a good connection from her side, but our man in a van, a mustachio <laughs> dude, not feeling her the same way, even goes out of his way to tell her. I will not be a good boyfriend for you after this. This isn't going to work out after the show. And as Renee rightly mocked her, Kaylin's basically like, mm-hmm, yep. So I knew it was Connor in. the whole time. Right. <laughs> I, from the beginning, well, you cut the part where I said, I knew it was Connor the whole time. I cannot. With Listen, you guys know how I feel about Kaylin. I think she's fake. <laughs> if this episode didn't sell you, I don't know what will at this point. Like, come on. Listen, Dean was super upfront with her. Yep. I get that you may still be like, oh, gosh, like, maybe I'll still see him. But she was shocked when he said the same yeah. thing he already said and said, I'm going to go home because it's not right. And she was like, what? Then cries about it. Cries about it at a wedding, yep. which also rude. And then <laughs> meets Connor and is like, Dean, it was it was Connor I wanted the whole time. Completely. I've been waiting for Connor. I slid into Dean's, uh, Connor's DMs, not <laughs> Dean's, Connor's. I think once Completely. she saw her like perfectly planned coupled Instagram photos with Dean like sliding off into the <laughs> mm-hmm, distance, she was mm-hmm. like, I need a plan B because... This Instagram's not going to make money on its own. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. And then she was thinking in her head, like, with Connor, she's like, he doesn't live in a van. Cuter right. photos. He showers. In the house. Right. <laughs> she even says he doesn't live in a van. Yeah. To be fair, so. though, I do want to bring up the other side, because Bachelor Nation on Twitter and CCC in the comments yeah. are very upset with how Dean handled this, too. Okay. Um, the strikes against Dean presumably being... The fact that he so boldly is saying to her that he's going to be a bad boyfriend, he doesn't want to go to dinner parties, and the fact that he truly did dump her on national TV on her birthday. Yes. Was it like self-sabotage? Like he just, I don't know. What I, the one thing I would like to say, 
in defense of him yeah. is that he did not pull an Onyeka. Like, this is the way to do it. Give her a shot. Give her the rose and then bounce out if you want to leave. Because he could have done the same thing Onyeka did and just it's left. And then she wouldn't have even had a chance to meet Connor. And that's literally the point I was making with Onyeka. Stay. You don't know if the next guy coming down the stairs is your perfect match. Or whatever guy. Give him a chance to stay on, on the island. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, come on. Yeah, I, I will say, though, like... I agree, doing it on her birthday sucked, but when was he going to do it? You yeah. brought up the point, I think, or you, who was it, that they would have spent the night together, right. and how much worse would that have been to have, like, slept with Dean, spent a birthday night, whatever that could have meant, hey. and then the next morning, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna go home, I can't be your boy. <laughs> yeah. At the same time, he waited until he did, because he wanted to give her the rose and do right by her in that sense, so, I don't know. I don't think there was a really a better way to handle it unless he just never, unless like a week ago he decided, like, let's not. Well, I think the objection is, and this is an interesting discussion, should you not come to paradise unless you're looking to get married? No. It's different I, than the show, right? I it's, think it's definitely different than the show. It's weird because they definitely push that messaging throughout the whole show of like, this engagement, 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 engagement. But I feel like us in Bachelor Nation watching it, we know that this is definitely the cheekier kind of iteration sure, of this show. Yeah. yeah, it's very campy. It's like, there, you don't expect a lot of these relationships to last. Um, only in, I think, within the last two seasons, we've seen more successful couples coming out of Bachelor in Paradise. But it's it's just it's not what I think most people go into it with. Half the time, they're like, I just want to have fun, like be on the beach. So it's it's kind of annoying. And that's also bringing up the point why I was also pissed at Christina for planting that seed in Blake's head because him and Caitlyn were not going to get engaged at the end of this. You know what I mean? They were going to just have fun again. Like it's yeah. about. Having fun, exploring the connection. So yeah, but Blake is clearly scared of commitment. So it's so funny because she really got to. She's like, she's gonna think this means you're together. Do you know what that? Yeah, right. Yeah. So essentially, Connor makes an entrance at Chris and Crystal's wedding. A great entrance. Did you see the the freaking slow mo they gave? Well, a slow mo flanked by two shorter guys too. So he really stood out, and he was also the only of the three not dressed in suits in black suits. He really stood out. And obviously, Kaylin immediately, just like Renee said, hair flip, so into it. And then, of course, he makes an official entrance into Paradise, as we knew he would. Yeah. And they're off and running. Can we just quickly just go back, refresh, at the wedding when she was literally crying and then goes, is that Connor? It was bad. It was instantaneous. It was instantaneous. Hey, Connor, like, what? <laughs> I'm sorry. What just happened? What happened? She dressed yeah, she her hair so much. Real like, hard. I'm so sad, Real but I, I've been thinking about Connor from day one. What? That was wild. She's like, I can't stop thinking about, is that Connor? Right. <laughs> Kayla's yeah. like, I'm going to have my hot girl summer, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What, before we leave this, anything else you guys wanted to say at all about the wedding? It's nice. Seemed beautiful. We didn't need to see the whole ceremony, so I think. Like yeah. I said, it was a little bit long, but the dressing and everything. A lot of old alums, obviously, in there. I was surprised, like, Bibiana and Annalise were literally just kicked off of Paradise, basically. <laughs> and, like, here we are again. Da, 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 da. I was surprised. Annalise getting that screen time. It's yeah. Cool. I was surprised to see Becca Kufrin and No Garrett. What's up with that? Hey. Yeah, also, I, I kept wanting zoom-ins on Blake's face and then Becca's face because we all know him on AFR that season was very emotional. Yep. Yeah. So, like, I want to know, like, how he was doing. I think yeah. Stagecoach got it out of his system. When he's <laughs> not what happened, wait, what happened to Stagecoach? What happened to Stagecoach? <laughs> oh, my gosh. The man bun was Brooks Forrester. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You guys know Brooks is a big friend of the show. He did the after the show for a long time. Next to Connor. Yeah. 
We love you, Brooks. Oh, sorry we didn't uh, shout you out. But you're, of we are right now. Get come back whenever you want. We, we love you. On the Please come back. Please come back. Yes. Um, I was gonna say one last thing about the ceremony or the wedding, and then it completely went out of my head. Mm, um, I'm so sorry. Were you gonna comment on how they did everything wrong? Well, <laughs> I, I could, but that's from an efficient point of view, so not important. <laughs> no, but I mean, just wrapping it up, like it looked beautiful. Like that is a success story. Chris and Crystal, like talk about redemptions in this franchise. Yeah, ah. yeah. they came a long way. Now I got it. I actually had a good segue that I completely messed up because one of the do it. What are the do it. what are the bachelorettes? In fact, the maid of honor, of course, was Angela. Yes, and yeah. the whole drama is that Angela dated Clay for that solid eight months during which they talked about buying a house and having kids and seemingly to me a very accelerated version of a relationship and of course they broke up and you know we've had that drama behind the scenes with clay the whole time and he's really now in with nicole what i wanted to ask before we jump into that was how crummy did you guys think because i thought it was extremely crummy for them to break up the people on the beach and be like you guys get to stay for the reception thanks for coming to our ceremony everybody else you get to go back to the beach like, what I kind of wedding is that? Loved it because listen, come on, come on. The is Who wants to go just to the ceremony? The Bachelor is forever a competition. The only thing I'm mad about is that they didn't hand the people that got to go to the reception roses. <laughs> that was very off-brand wow. in my opinion. That'd be an interesting <laughs> twist if they purposely split couples up and then gave Chris some Heron people. Comes, yeah. Chris Harrison comes out. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, the one thing that was a little frustrating for me about all of this was some of the behind-the-scenes puppeteering felt a little produced more than this show usually does a for lot. me. Yeah. What? And he, I know, it's not the hottest take. The reason, that is, the reason that is is because I think... The, like tonight when you go... I like Chris Harrison. I like Chris Harrison. <laughs> we love Jeff. Least, <laughs> least an analytical thing I've ever said in my life. But I think the, the frustrating thing is whenever you put this show in the real world, you really start to see how insane the world of Bachelor is. So, like, if they would have done, like, a petty you-can-stay-you-can-go situation in Salialita, I would have been like, oh, the tea. But, like, when they do it at a wedding, it's like, no, this is a wedding reception. You can't do that. Yeah, yeah and because of that, we end up with random shots of, like, Katie talking to the wedding guests. And, like, <laughs> yeah. people, like, dancing. I'm like, what? Like, right. Yeah. Who just let a little, Katie like, alo- be alone? Why did this happen? <laughs> yeah. God bless you. We love you, Katie. Oh, my God. Oh, I, I love Katie. But then yeah. like, they call all the, the beach people over, and there were still random other relatives in the back, like, looking like, yo, do I get to go to the beach now? You know, yeah. I they wanted to go weird. to Sayulita. I thought that was really crummy. Anyway, let's get on to Clay, Nicole, and Angela. Every story we have today are basically uh, threesomes of some sort or the other. Dirty on After Buzz. (laughs) Slash love triangles. Sorry, I chose the better one. So, obviously, like we said, Clay has been with Nicole the whole time. Angela, the ex, he stays at the wedding, right, with Angela, and Nicole is not allowed to stay at the wedding. And, of course, that's just going to create drama. Specifically because my girl Tasha is there at the wedding too. Tasha really good friends with Nicole and is there to spy, right? And Clay has a big long conversation with Angela. Okay, it's I might be the minority um, opinion on this, but like I didn't think it was that terrible that he sat down to talk with her. Like they're making it seem like you're shaking your head no, but no, I, no, 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 I, no, I agree, oh, I agree. No, I mean because I feel like had he avoided her, I think Nicole would have been like, "So did you talk to her? Like, how do you know if you still have feelings?" Like, I could easily see this playing out this, the other way, and then like having avoided her, and then we know she's gonna show up to paradise later. I feel like the initial conversation was just—I I just saw myself in that situation. I probably would go talk to my ex too. 
Yeah, that's not, that's, for me, that wasn't the issue either. Mm -hmm. It was, you could clearly tell he wasn't over her. Like, that kind of awkward conversation, emotional. When you're still emotional like that, and the back and forth that was had, that's unresolved feelings. That's like, there's still something there. Clearly, Clay may be in denial. I think Angela knows. Angela's like, you called me two weeks ago and said we were getting married, you know? And he's like, oh, like, it didn't work out. Even the way he was like, justifying, like, how he didn't make the roster and how he, feel like he, he felt like he needed a new change. It just felt like there was a lot more that totally. they discussed that we had no idea about. And honestly, just saying, just for, uh, justice for Annalise, she was right. Yeah. You know what? Actually, facts, because I returned you fair. one for that. So That's I'll fair. give her that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think I thought Angela was a little unfair in the way she handled this conversation, but I also thought Clay did a very bad job of standing his ground, like you said, Renee. It's his job right now to be a definitive decision maker. Yes. And what you can't do during a breakup conversation is intimately and delicately caress the hand of the person you're talking to with yes. your thoughts. But it's, they already broke up. Like, this is not a breakup conversation. This That's, is like a... When you revisit a breakup conversation, you can't delicately caress the hand of the person no you're talking touch. to. Right. No touching. No touching. I don't think so. And I think yeah. Clay's job right now is to prove that he's an assertive guy because Nicole called him out on that and she's like what I want right now is someone who knows what he wants Nicole was very clear with Clay in that and we like Clay we've been team Clay but he really needs to prove that he's decisive right now or Nicole's will be very frustrated and this was not good as evidence that Clay kind of knows what he wants and we know it was bad because when he's talking to Nicole, Nicole says, oh, no, 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 I'm not worried. And they immediately ITM, I'm kind of worried. <laughs> Great editing. <laughs> so, Great just editing. not, Golden. not good. Yeah. So we don't know where that is going to end up. Super quick, I just wanted to take a look at last night's rose ceremony. Because those are the main stories of these last two nights. If there was anything anybody else wanted to say about any of the rest of our couples. Demi and Christian? Got zero airtime yesterday. Well, Christian was like jealous when she was for, talking to John Paul Jones. This was the dumbest. I really hated this because yeah. JBJ is just like a giant teddy bear clown to Demi, I'm sure. Right. She had this super strong connection with Derek. And Christian, for some reason, is super mad about that. She went on a reality dating show. Like, obviously, something's going to happen. And she's going to even matter about John Paul Jones, like, being stupid in the like. I feel like a producer is like, hey, listen, like, this is going to be boring AF unless you do something. So, like, go get, like, mad at her about JPJ. And that's it. That's, to be honest, like, listen, I love Demi's commentary. And, like, we can be like, yeah, she's going to be with Christian after this, fine. But, like... So why why does Christian have to be there the whole time? It's just not good TV. Like it's yeah. they're not yeah. unless Strange. there is another love interest. Which if there is like a love triangle here for it, but what it's just going to be the a happy couple? Can we get Christian's ex girlfriends on the show or yeah. something? Like, let's go. She's a I'm cast member now. Let's she got an it. intro too. I was like, yeah, she's yeah. Intro. so nothing big. So Dylan and Hannah. Similarly, nothing these past There two. was one moment when Dylan kissed Hannah and she did not look into it. She did not look into it. In the, she in did the look into pool, it at the wedding. In the pool. Yeah. Uh, let's just keep going. It's kind of apathetic. I no. think if she gave him any sort of like visual confirmation that she was enjoying herself, he would be like, our wedding's next, right? Yeah, like, right. <laughs> like he was a, a hair away from like proposing right yeah. there, if we're being honest. Yeah. Yeah. Here's one that we keep bringing up over and over again while we're watching and they're just doing nothing for them is Mike and Sydney. Is this an actual love connection or what? What's going on? I'm Justice sorry. for Mike. Show me one clip of them flirting. Just one. Just send it to me. Like, believable flirting. Not talking. There was flirting. There was the one shot of them on the beach doing what little were they doing? weird dance. He was doing, like, a weird capoeira dancey thing, and they were, like, kind of giggling. Like, that's it from the past two yeah, days. Yeah. See, this is... Don't send me that clip. Send me an actual, like, <laughs> come on. That's true. Email Renee. Please. Email yes, me. Please. <laughs> 
And then the very last one I would say is Chris and Katie. Obviously, Chris chose Katie. That was a big deal over Jen because potentially Katie messed things up. I was happy, very happy that he picked her because it seemed like a really solid relationship. But just keep going with it. He took forever to make that decision. Mm. They really wanted us to worry there because, like, she. how many times did she cry to him and was like, I yeah. I didn't mean what I said. And he's like, I don't know, though. He really put her through it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he gave her, like, but he gave her two chances, I will say. What do you mean? Yeah. The first time... She said it was fine. Then there was a second time, and she also didn't speak up, I remember, in the Palapa on the beach. Oh, okay. You mean yeah. before he even went out? Okay. I agree with you. It's They're working out now, but I, I, I did not blame Chris for the way he handled that. We criticized her for that last yeah. week. I was like, this is your chance to like make sure that yeah. you make up for last time. And her body language, everything was yeah. still very like, okay, do what you want. It's right. It was last week. But. Tatum Villanueva in the chat. What is your guys' take on this? They didn't show Mike because the producers don't want him to be the Bachelor. Period. We're gonna get so they it. trying to underplay him completely so people don't fall more in love with him on this show. Could be. I could see that. I think it would have been if, if the producers didn't want Mike to be the Bachelor. I think it would have been smarter in their defense to show more of his connection with Sydney because then they could be like, "See, look, he was with someone else. That's why he's not in the running." But like, do they you just think they're really working no out? Though? Do you think? Do you think there actually is a lot no, of footage of them? Like, no, doing but good? I mean, if but if there was, that would have been a better route. I just it just feels like they just shafted him altogether. Like we don't care about you no more. And it, I'm sorry. I'm just justice for Mike. I really believe that he should have been the Bachelor. So it's just frustrating. Yeah, it's extremely frustrating. I mean, with that, guys, that's basically the last two episodes. We ran through all of it. Now I believe we've got some news. We do have some news and gossip. Ryan. Guys. All right, guys, first bit of news and gossip tonight is, as you guys have surely known by now, Rachel and Brian got married. Rachel was the former Bachelorette, and Brian was the winner, so they finally tied the knot. Congrats to them. We have some pictures up from their wedding. Um, We can get those up in a second. Um, It's something that Jeff covered in depth on Bachelor Nation Daily, so if you guys haven't checked it out, please go ahead and do that. Um, As you can see, uh, their wedding and their spreading people should be coming out soon. So congrats to them. A success story. Um, What do you guys think about the dress? It's great. Great? Mm, nah, nah, I didn't nah, think it was great. Not like really. <laughs> I didn't think it was great. But you know what? Shout out to Rachel. She seems really happy. Yeah, and rock like, it. Who cares? I believe them. Rocket. Um, second piece of news is something that we've kind of just danced around. The fact that Mike is not the Bachelor. That's right. But it's been unofficially announced that Peter is going to be the next Bachelor. Um, pilot you know, Pete. Yeah, Pilot Pete, who can supposedly carry a show better than Mike, which I think is ridiculous. Where, so, wait, so for everybody... Break that down. Where was that comment from? So that was, just fans? No, it was in an E! News article. It was like a source close to production said that Peter was basically their number one um, choice from since when Hannah's season, Hannah season wrapped. They were kind of giving Mike a short lease in, in Bachelor in Paradise to see how that would play out. But like Peter was always their first choice because of that reason. And some people have spotted um, production crews in South Carolina where he lives kind of shooting the teaser already. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty much a done deal at this point. I mean, they shoot a, a couple of uh, intro packages for people they're considering in general, but the consensus is that it is going to be Peter. Mm-hmm. I honestly see Mike carrying a show much easier. I think he's much more outgoing personality. The one-on-one dates he went on were a lot more fun, I think, in general. My take it's on bad. Mike is 
I learned with Hannah that an odd choice is a good choice. Yes. Yeah. I will say, and Colton too, for both Colton and Hannah, I'll admit, I was like, they're not conventional leads. They're not going to be a great season. And I was proven wrong because those were both great seasons. And Mike, kind of weird, kind of quirky, giggly. We're not used to this type of dude leading a show. Also, it has to be said, I would have loved to have seen uh, Man of Color lead this show. We're ready for our first Black Bachelor. Easy. And because I was proven wrong with strange choices, in Colton and Hannah, I really would have loved to see an unconventional choice here. And I don't dislike Peter, but he's such a white bread conventional checkbox choice for me. Very safe. Your, your turn, Renee. Or is he I not because everybody wanted Mike? Peter. <laughs> I would like to state I think he's super cute. I'm happy that Peter is The Bachelor because of my own personal feelings for Peter, as I've made very clear on the show. Um, I don't like the comments made about why Mike isn't The Bachelor. However, I'm also thinking back to that article in my brain. Wasn't, weren't they saying that about Tyler? Or were they also saying that about Mike? Because I do remember that they were saying Tyler was for sure in third place, not second or first, because he, and I think they were throwing shade about the Gigi thing, wouldn't be able to um, lead a show and juggle pretty much everyone and make a decision. Probably be because of the Hannah and um, Gigi thing. I'm going to have to pull back up the quote, but I, from what I remember reading, it, that uh, statement was in reference to Mike. The, I did see the Gigi shade that it was basically that he's just juggling other women and that, that was really the the thing with Tyler but that Mike couldn't really carry the show. Tyler, I could get it more because Tyler's a very laid back kind of guy and I think to carry a show you know, a little bit more alpha aggression, a little bit more yeah. outgoing. Yes. To be honest, I, with The Bachelor I, I don't care who The Bachelor is. I only care about the women. The contestants are my favorite part Same about The here. Bachelor. Just saying. Like, it could be, at this point, what Cam. It could be Cam. I only care about the women that are competing for Cam. Real, real quick, real quick, because we only got a, a limited amount of time. We're only at 53 likes, guys. I mean, Renee is <laughs> not DMing not Derek for DM 53 likes. Let's Derek. go, let's go. There's 470 people watching. <laughs> Thumbs up and let's get some DMs. But to, to just wrap up that point, yeah, though, yeah. like, think about, the, we both love Bachelor for that same reason. Like, I love seeing the female contestants that go on. Think about the interesting crop of women they would have picked to mm-hmm. cast for Mike. Like, we would have been yeah. introduced to even more women of color. Hello. I would have loved to be one of them. Ooh. But just, you know, different personalities and kind of shaking it up. It's, like, really disappointing to see this franchise, you know, parade around like they're breaking barriers. Like, having someone so ap- unapologetic like Hannah, who's herself, you know, the first queer relationship. But you're not going to also step into the territory of having the first black male lead on this show come on don't don't pump fake me like that go yes. for it or or just go home well especially with all the support they had for it it's not like this is some random underdog everybody yeah. saw him and was like yes this is it yeah and they're like nope admittedly when people were talking about that when eric was in the conversation i was like mm, i don't know but mike yeah. mike mike well Shanice Sweet Smile has the best comment, final comment, windmill jokes for two months straight. Oh, That's true. correct. Get your windmill jokes ready. Do we Guys, for tweets? No? I think we got to get out of here, unfortunately. Guys, keep the tweets coming, though. We will definitely get to them next week. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We see you guys in the chat. John Bottomus, Brown Sugar, Joseph Boza, Jane, ICCC, Joseph, Misha, Rachel. Guys, until next week, where can they find you, Christine? You guys can find me on Twitter at Christine Bean with three E's and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. And I'm going to just steal this time real quick to shout out at least, I count at least 10 five-star reviews. I'm so sorry Thank to get to read it, but like you guys, seriously, killing it. 
And you guys can follow me at Renee Ariel on Instagram and on Twitter. I just looked up the quote, by the way. They were saying that he wasn't emotional enough, that he didn't cry in the season. I don't know. Uh, also, Come check on. me out on Shared on. News, where I report the news every day. I think what they meant was he wasn't white enough. I'm going to say it. That's what we're going out on, guys. Part. Uh, my name's Jeff Graham. You can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C. Graham. And if you want to catch me on the Bar Rescue after show, I do that on Mondays. Ryan, you know it's your turn, Ryan. Go. And you guys can find me at Brian Nelson, N-I-L-S-E-N. Guys, my name is Mike Thielen. You can find me everywhere at Mike Thielen. Until next week, pick your spirit bird. <laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.